Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Lord Leon, and welcome to A Day in the Lenses. This is a podcast that highlights the lives of entrepreneurs, nobles, scholars, entertainers, and socialites. And if you haven't done so, please like, share, download, and subscribe to all of our media. Today's guest is Mr. Richard Robinson. He's the CEO and founder of Strong Arm Protection, LLC, and he's providing an essential service in the industry of security and firearm training. We had a wonderful conversation about his journey in entrepreneurship, other responsibilities of gun ownership, and the disconnect in gun ownership in the African-American community. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for tuning in, and talk to you soon. Welcome to another episode of A Day in the Lenses. I have a special guest here, uh, Mr. Richard Robinson. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Uh, Mr. Richard Robinson is, uh, he is a, an entrepreneur, he is an educator, and he is an expert in uh, gun and public safety. He's an expert, but I know, I know more than the average individual. That's for sure. In my book, he's an expert, definitely. Um, I had the honor to meet um, Mr. Robinson. Uh, actually, it was a year ago, a little over a year. It was Memorial Day weekend of 2020. Mm-hmm. And I just purchased a gun. My wife and I just purchased a gun, I think, in April of that, a month before. And uh, I took a class because it all came at once. Mm-hmm. I'm no, I'm not a spring chicken, but it was my first gun purchase mm-hmm. um, for many reasons. Um, church upbringing and or and then it just never it was a fleeting thought. And it was just one of those things that I didn't feel I necessarily mm-hmm. need one. I don't know. It just wasn't on my radar like that. And um, and then uh, COVID hit. And we were in Flea Farm, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife received a phone call, and her friend was like, "Could you? Are you at your Flea Farm? Could you get us some thirty-eight bullets, right? Um, thirty-eight caliber, right? Mm-hmm. Thirty-eight special." Mm-hmm. I said, "Okay." And this is the t- same time period where everybody's buying up all the tissue. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's buying yeah. up all the tissue, and um, we go to. The gun area. Mm-hmm. Look on the shelves. Bullets gone. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, what is, is the amount of tissue and bullets? I didn't know what. Yeah. What? What to make of this? What, I didn't know what to make of. So maybe are we? We didn't get the memo or something. So <laughs> I'm thinking like maybe we should think about this. So and it was actually they didn't have any 38 okay. bullets left. There was two boxes of. The nine millimeter. Okay. And it was the, I think the more training was they see the red dots at the behind the bullets mm-hmm. so you can help your training, your aiming. Mm-hmm. And we was just like, let's just get them. You're going to they here. You have a gun. You don't got no gun. But we're going to buy some bullets, baby. Finally, <laughs> last two boxes <laughs> of bullets. And we just got it. Yeah. And then uh, we went to, uh, we actually, you know, went through the process, the permits and so forth. And, um, got the gun. And then we came to your class, which was a very positive experience. Even when I bought my gun, right, I still, like, had this uneasiness, right? Mm-hmm. But after I took your class, my my uh, my apprehension settled, you know? So uh, it was a, a great experience, a very positive experience. It was one of the first times I've seen just an all, 
black Af- African American class, mm-hmm. you know, and I thought that was very unique. I thought that was great because it has often been taboo in our community to even discuss, uh, and we can touch on that. But uh, let's let's start with the origin. Yeah, let's start with uh, this journey. Has this always been your passion? How did how did this become your your career? You know, this venture in, in gun safety and gun yeah. training. So, so I've been a, a gun enthusiast for well over a decade. Okay, um, going to the gun range on and off, owning firearms on and off. Um, I don't have any law enforcement experience, yes. but I do have uh, well over a decade of, of armed and unarmed security um, through private and public ventures as well. Gotcha. Um, and I was at a point to where I was like, how can I invest not only money, but time into something that I enjoy doing. Um, And I started doing a little bit of research. And as you're fully aware, there are not a lot of black instructors in Minnesota. Um, So trying to find a lane. Where can I go? How how, how can I move around that? And uh, I was able to tie firearm training with the license that I hold through the state of Minnesota to perform security services. So I was like, all right. Um, I want to do armed security for places of worship, synagogues, um, mosques, um, you know, Christian, whatever dom- denomination is. I want to provide armed service because, as you know, uh, places of worship are very much small targets, soft targets, I should say. Gotcha. Um, and it just so happened I got my license through the state and I was like, all right, cool. I need to build on top of just having my license. So then I went through the process of becoming a certified pistol instructor. Uh, through the state, and that's where I started to learn more about the Minnesota permit to carry process, and okay. be the instructor, and what that looks like. And I had to, I had to to get registered with the BCA, of course, in order to do these classes and be certified. So, um, how long a process was that? that? So I started the company at the end of 2017, mm-hmm. and I would probably say I was doing classes mid 2018. Oh wow! So six eight yeah, months yeah, yeah, turnaround. Yeah, yeah. The state works slow. So they work at their pace, yeah. yeah, Especially when it comes to, you know, you want to get, you want to see something done, and you just got to sit back and and and, you know ride the wave. Um, But they gave me my approval, and I was off to the races for there. But the thing is that what a lot of people don't realize is that the first year or two, Mm -hmm. things were slow. Like I was, you know, you you talked to my wife. I was charging probably half of what I charge now because I was trying to get those bodies in. I was like, you know what, I got to get my name out there. She's like, well. You're, you're, you're underselling yourself. I'm like, I get that, but I, I got to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's get that going. Um, and as you stated, as a lot of students will state, that they they don't know a lot of places that have that are geared specifically toward black and brown folk when it comes to getting them, you know, a license to carry. So uh, this past year, as you can imagine. I, I was busy last year. I bet. Utterly busy last year. So is that year. when the, uh, that's when it started to peak? I um, would say 20, I'll say February, uh, March of 2020, yes. Yep. Right, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So, so it was pre, pre-COVID. It's, it's no, like, no, 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 it was after COVID. So when they, so, and that's what I like, So when they say COVID-19, it started 2019, but it didn't hit here until yes. early 2020. Gotcha, you're right. Okay. So as soon as that happened, you see people, you know, fighting, legitimately fighting over tissue, um, you know, and and <laughs> things remember. that we feel like is 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 not worth getting arrested over. Yeah. Uh, people were doing that, and as you stated, the shelves were empty. 
Shows I could not believe empty. my eyes. I didn't yep. know what to make of it. And a lot of people, and I tell my black folk particularly, yeah. we have to be uh, proactionary as opposed to reactionary. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. part of what you went through was you yeah. being reactive. Yeah, exactly. You're like, man, I'm... Like, we ain't got no ammo around right, right? right. Let's, 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 let's get this. I don't even got a gun yet, but I got some rounds, right? right. Um, so then, unfortunately, you're playing that game of catch-up Yeah. to where, you know, um, you could have, already have thousands of rounds per firearm or whatever you feel like fits your needs. You can have multiple firearms for each individual in your family before we got here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, it, it, was, it was, I was probably running maybe sometimes two classes a week. Wow. 20, 25 people. Wow, um, and I would probably say mass, vast majority, eighty to ninety percent, were black women. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, That's a beautiful. lot of women, and they see the needs. You right, know what right, I mean? Um, right. Some, not all, are single mothers, so they're like, "All right, well, it's me and these babies. So right. how am I going to?" They have to protect. Absolutely, you yeah. got to. Mama bear. Yeah. You, you know? don't want you don't want to mess with mama. Not bear. at all. With a nine, especially with a nine. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't want those problems. I'll tell you. Uh, but I thought that was I thought it was unique um, and necessary mm-hmm. to have those type mm-hmm. of classes. It, it brings it does alleviate. You know, it makes it it's comfortable. It's more relaxed, Absolutely. especially dealing with gunfire. Um, why do you think that is such uh, an issue in the black community? I mean, media will deem us to be these um, ultra-violent people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they do a good job at that. Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. yes, they do, and uh, they make us to be. But like I said, I'm. I know yo. I'm not a spring. I'm I'm, I'm I'm making that track. You know, yeah, <laughs> um, absolutely. And um. But in most in, throughout my life, it was, it was really rarely conversations about guns. Mm-hmm. Even though I think I'm, I may have some peers who who may own a gun, mm-hmm. but the conversation was never brought up. You don't have these conversations. Like, I just bought one. Mm-hmm. This, you know, or I just told my son how to shoot one. Mm-hmm. But there's other cultures, there's other uh, ethnic groups that, that have this certain affinity for for guns. Uh, there. I don't see it in a black community, mm-hmm. and you know, and they start teaching their children at an early age. Absolutely. Uh, what? Do you, why do you think that's such? Why do you think that's the case? Oh, we don't have the liberty. To, um, uh, I would think it's 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 multi layered. Mm-hmm. I think one factor is a lack of education and knowing what this tool can do. Because mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. end of the day, it's a tool. Right. It's going to you know, does it have the ability to do a lot of bad things? Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also has the ability to do a lot of good things. Yes. Uh, we talk about freedom. Right. I look at it also from a vantage point of um, our ancestors. Mm-hmm. A, a large reason why we were free folk is because of firearms. Yes. Um, and the ability to protect ourselves and our loved ones with those firearms. Um, I think that when it comes to media's role, we can't control that to a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a household, we got to start... Um, getting rid of that stigma that guns are bad mm-hmm. as a whole yes. and I understand you know they're not for everybody I will I agree wholeheartedly right. some people should not have a firearm in their possession yeah, right. but those that have never shot before I just challenge them and say you know just try it once or twice Yes, you know and if you don't if you don't like it then now you know you don't like it but for you to have a stance on something that you've never tried right. you're doing yourself a disservice Right. my mom prime example love this woman uh, but she is petrified of firearms right. right she ain't never shot one before yes um 
and it's also the the history that us black folk have so and i've learned that a vast majority of us either have someone um that's either incarcerated um mm-hmm. murdered mm-hmm. or some kind of very serious offense that involved firearms either themselves or someone that they right. know love. so they so just want to stay away all that's together. a whole another thing yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely absolutely um yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big proponent, as you know, of mm-hmm. of owning firearms in a legal and safe manner. Um, for me, it's about protecting home. I have a duty to protect yes. this. Yes. At the end of the day. Right. And if someone kicks in my door, I can't meet them with a frying pan. Right. No. Because they don't have a frying pan. Right. 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 So what does that look like um, when, it, when it comes to those having, having those very tough conversations? And I think a lot of uh, another part is training your babies. Right. Is it training them? Training your babies, yeah. absolutely. You, you, you illustrated that uh, other ethnic groups are bringing their babies out hunting mm-hmm. five, six, seven years old. Yeah. Right? Putting down deer from 100 yards away. Right. Now, I would argue that a lot of those young people don't have intentions on killing a human being, but they're still trained on how to safely and operate this tool. Right. Same process should be happening in our household, um, in our neighborhoods. Yeah. I agree, because I... Now that I have, actually, after your, I took your class. I think I got, <laughs> I think I got, I got another one. So I have two. That happens. Don't yeah. feel bad about that. You might get another one after that. <laughs> right. I, I've been eyeing my, I got my eye on uh, at least two. Yeah. Right. Uh, I said, oh, oh, I saw a sale. I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm out of here. You yeah. know, because the first one, you know, I had to, uh, considered a missus mm-hmm. and I think in one of your classes you speak about um, the slide mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so that's hers you know mm-hmm. that's designated for her yeah. I, I have to get a, I upgrade it to something that's a little more bigger for my hands because yeah. I'm a, a male but, uh, but yeah I think we should there should be a conversation about mm-hmm. training uh, our youth our children responsibly you mm-hmm. know training on uh, the responsibilities of gun, how, how fragile, how wonderful a tool it is, but, you know, life is fragile. Absolutely, but, and the but, power that you have. Yeah, exactly. I saw a video of um, of an incident in Uptown. I think it was Wednesday or Thursday night. Mm. They do donuts down there. And a young man was uh, sitting at the passenger side window, sh- legitimately shooting in the air as they're doing donuts, right? And to me, that's a lack of education. Yeah. That's a lack of respect of this tool that you have in your possession. And that's a lack of life. Because those bullets are coming down somewhere. Yeah. And you're in a residential area. Yes. By, by law and nature, they have to come down. Yes. Um, you would have no idea if you would have killed an, another adult or another baby that night. You would have had zero idea, right? Because you want to be out there and be yes. cued and, you know, um, not have respect for this tool that you have. So, yeah, it's, it's you know, and could that have been prevented? Absolutely. Um, proper education could have prevented that uh, and that conversation and having firearms as a norm because once we get to a place where like oh this is yeah it's a pistol I know exactly how to operate that thing right. This it, that doesn't excite me right, right. you know what I mean exactly. so you, you take that that lure of of um, or lack of respect that you have for that tool right. so uh, I tell folks all the time what goes up must come down so That's yeah um Next question I have. Um, how do you think we could uh, kind of 
decrease that uh, that gap will make it more normalized you know um so just refer to your class <laughs> that's a good start <laughs> that's a good start um, think think of it and I, so I also look at firearms as a um, a liability I'm sorry an asset excuse an me asset, okay. not a liability mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm all about assets in life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so this firearm um, what does that look like let's say um, power structures fall or grids fall right this box of, of ammunition that I can so we're, now we're trying to, you know, we're bartering now. Right. So it's like, what can I give you? What can right. you give me? Right. So it'll always be an asset to yes. make sure that you're, you're good and your, your household is good. Um, and I also look at it from different cultures. Like mm-hmm. in the South, guns and firearms in general amongst the black community yeah. is more normalized. Yes. You know what I mean? Because that's part of the history that they have down there. So much so up here is not. Gotcha. Um, what I would employ people to do is to, to think outside of the consequences mm-hmm. Of having a firearm as opposed to um, the positives mm-hmm. of having a firearm. You know what I mean? You, I, got, I keep guns in the house, mm-hmm. but they're in safes. They're locked. Right. Um, I don't have to worry about anyone getting in them that should not be getting in them. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so yeah, education and that, whatever that looks like across the board, even if you have young people in your household, you can get them more comfortable with pistols and firearms in general without even shooting a shot. You know what I mean? Just having this, 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 we need to have this, you know, I got a son. Son, come on over. We need to have a conversation about this because this is going to be in his household and it's going to be in your life. So I think I got to teach you about this so you have a better understanding of it. So conversations, um, when it comes to the black community in particular, I don't, it's, to me, I think it's a a multi-level phase that needs to happen, Mm -hmm. but onus needs to always be on us first. Gotcha. Onus always got to be on us first before we expect anyone from any other demographic to kind of come in and, and, and assist us. Mm-hmm. Not solve it, but assist us right. with solving these problems. That's great. Man, we covered so much in just <laughs> it's a short amount of time. Um, any tips uh, uh, as far as safety, gun safety or public safety in, in general? Uh, I guess we maybe on finding the right tool for you? Or? Um, I would say shoot before you buy, mm-hmm. number one, because it's an investment. Gotcha. I mean, you, you're not going to go on a car a lot and say, I want that car. And I say, let me get the keys to that car and take it around for a little bit. So shoot before you buy always. Um, if you can, buy your firearms online because they will always be cheaper that way. Um, sometimes you'll find good deals, you know, given 4th of July, President's Day, you can find some really good deals. Uh, and just continuously going to that gun range. Bare minimum once a month, absolutely. You got to go to that gun range. You got to put that time into it. It is. That's what. Now I notice it's one of those things. Is one I want. I've been going as much as I should. Mm-hmm. You're not alone. So yeah, and I think uh, COVID mm-hmm. or this pandemic was part part of it. You mm-hmm. know, because enclosed areas or whatnot. Um, the training is so weird because it's one of those things you really want to be good at, it, but you never want to use this tool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a. In yep. my mind, it's one of those things like, I don't want to use this, mm-hmm. but I have to. In the event. I have to be. I, I, I can be proficient with it. Got to be. And it takes, it, it does take time. And uh, I remember the first time I went to a gun range and I saw somebody, <laughs> and I was trying to, what was it? I'm trying to think what caliber it was. It was a revolver. I, mm-hmm. I could. It takes work. It does. It's not, it's, you know, or you see, and I remember when I, 
you see in the movies and they used to hold the gun mm-hmm. to the side. Like, yep. Impossible. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yep. There's no, the no way uh, to accurately, mm-hmm. you know, shoot. Shooting is a diminishing skill. Yeah. You know, it, and, and just like any skill that you have, anything that you're good at right now is because you've done it over and over and over again. And probably different ways of doing it, you probably just notice that you did it differently. Um, same concept with shooting. You have to invest the time into it. Um, and I get a lot of students, you know, I'll, I'll see them in public and they're like, Hey Rich, how you doing? It's good to see you. Um, you know, I took your class about a year ago. And my fo- first follow up question is, well, last time you been to that range. And they'll say, Oh damn, Rich, I ain't, I ain't been to the range since, you know, I took the class with you. I'm like, Oh, okay. That's yes. Yeah, sure, you can do that. Right. But I also run into folks that are actively carrying that pistol. And I'm like, so you ain't rent- we ain't went to the gun range about eight months. And you're carrying that pistol now, you're not proficient, right? right? Because you, how you shoot at that gun range is going to be completely different from an active shooting scenario. Your heart rate is going to be out of your chest. You're going to be thinking of a bunch of different things at once. Um, You're going to be moving, Mm -hmm. and you got that threat. So you can't you can't have that at that gun range. Yeah, it's uh, can't come back. No, not at all. The bad decision. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. And with the classes I was doing today. A lot of those ladies were missing mm-hmm. consistently. Mm-hmm. And I had to put it in perspective. Like, right now, you're shooting at a steel target. Mm-hmm. But that backdrop, that's all dirt. What if you're in the parking lot and ain't no dirt? Mm-hmm. Guess, what, guess where those bullets are going? They're going behind that target. Mm-hmm. And they're going to stop somewhere. Yeah. What does that look like? Put it in perspective. Absolutely, you have to. Well, I appreciate your time, man. I appreciate I'm you. Hold, I hold you long, but no I just wanted to highlight uh, <clears throat> your... Your your um, how can I say? It? I just want to highlight your profession. Man. Like I said, it's not uh, many of us in this in in your in your market, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's a ne- I feel it's a necessary skill or education to have because mm-hmm. uh, we we don't know mm-hmm. if uh, if the pandemic or COVID taught us anything is that. You don't, you don't know yep. what's next. Yep. It's, it's hard to predict. So it's always to be, it's better to be, like you say, uh, be ahead of the game. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. Re- yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Reactive. I appreciate this time, Appreciate man. you, man. Okay, Thank so you. before we go. Yes. How can uh, the general public get a hold of you? Yeah, I can reach at uh, 612-360-8481. That's the phone number. Uh, website is strongarmllc.com. Uh, or my Gmail at strongarmprotectionllc.com. And you're on Facebook as well, Correct. right? Correct. Yep, I do Facebook. I try to do Instagram as best as I can, but I don't want to manage too many things. Yeah, it's work, bro. I'm definitely on Facebook, <laughs> that's for and, sure. And that's another thing. I see a lot of great responses. Thank you. On Facebook. I mean, and it's, it's weird, not weird, but it's great to see how connected mm-hmm. I said, oh, so and so went, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, we, we didn't have these discussions, but I see on Facebook, mm-hmm. I see the, uh, the pictures. Oh, she went, oh, the pastor yep. went, the, the pa- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, he went to the train. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And so, and so, that's, and that always a positive experience, sure. man. So that's, that's, that's the goal. Yeah. That's good to hear. It's doing, you're doing well, man. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you, man. Again, Absolutely. have a great day, man. Will, Thank man. you. Thank you, Colin.